And welcome to the Let's See Grandma Career Warrior Podcast, where our goal is not only to help you land your dream job, but to help you live your best life. Today, we have a short mini-sode about getting your resume past the ATS or applicant tracking systems, aka the robots. What a pain in the butt for you job seekers. You spend all this time working on your resume. You're probably qualified for the job. You have all these glorious accomplishments, skills, and experiences on your resume. When you apply online, you're just met with radio silence. Well, today I'm going to give you some advice which should help you start getting more results in interviews from companies you actually care about. We're going to spend some time describing what applicant tracking systems are and how they work. And then I'm going to give you four quick steps for how you can start getting noticed and start getting more interviews. All right, so let's just talk about what applicant tracking systems are. Basically, applicant tracking systems or ATS is it's a type of software that recruiters or companies can use to filter out candidates. Uh, maybe filter out is not the best word. Um, it would be to organize candidates as they apply for the jobs uh, for their company. Keywords are words or phrases that recruiters can use or type in that applicant tracking system. So that's why there's this huge obsession over keywords and what specifically should I try to integrate within my resume to get noticed. So keywords are the specific phrases that you want to make sure are in your resume because applicant tracking systems are being used by recruiters. Does every recruiter use an applicant tracking system? Absolutely not. I don't want to perpetuate a myth that there is this one uh, magical applicant tracking system or that every single recruiter out there uses it. In fact, I'd say it's typically for those companies that are larger in scale and the ones that are going to receive a higher volume of applicants are going to be the ones that use applicant tracking systems. So don't go crazy. Uh, just take, take, I would be honest and say, take my advice with a grain of salt and don't always write for the robots is basically what I'm trying to say here. But if you really are trying to optimize your job search and you are applying online, the next few minutes are going to be really important for you to listen up for. All right. Going to be really quick and dirty. This is a mini-sode where we're going to do this in about 10 to 15 minutes. These are four easy steps to optimizing your resume for the ATS. Number one, print out job postings as your research. I say print out job postings just because I'm able to read things a lot better when I have them physically in a piece of paper in front of me, as you can see here. Um, but if you actually start to print out your job postings, you're going to be able to see what keywords a recruiter or a company might use for um, a job search for looking for you. So I recommend getting specific to the job you are applying for or the job type um, for instance, if you're applying for more than one type of position, like if you're applying for a sales manager position and you're also applying for a sales representative position, those are two different types of resumes that you want to produce for your job search. So in that case, when you're printing out those job postings, I would print out one section here, um, one type of job posting for that sales representative position and another for that sales manager position just because you want to make sure you have two different resumes developed for those two different types of jobs. It's really important. It's the concept of getting targeted, which I could get into, but the case in point is you really want to make sure that you are specific for the top job type you're applying for. Step two, this is the second thing that is going to help you out is create a word cloud on Wordle. I know this sounds ridiculous. I'm telling you, people to create a word cloud, uh, a little bit ridiculous. 
Um, but it works. Just trust me. It's going to make things a lot easier. Wordle.com or just go on Google and search for Wordle. Um, and it's really awesome. For free, you can actually create a word cloud that shows exactly what keywords are being populated or the most frequent within a body of text. So what you can do is copy those job postings or copy a single job posting and paste that into Wordle and it will create a word cloud for you that shows how often words come up within a certain job posting and it will actually make the text or the font size of those words bigger. Once again, this isn't your magic bullet solution. This is more of a way to get you to think creatively um, in such a way that that is going to help you to write a resume that has the right amount of keywords. But I do recommend going on Wordle, copying and pasting that job posting so you can see exactly what words are being used most frequently. So that's step two. So we said number one is print out your job postings first. And then number two is create that word cloud on Wordle, which once again, I'm a huge fan of printing things out. Step three is you want to get out a highlighter and highlight the specific keywords that pop out at you the most. So for Wordle, it's really simple. You see that the words are bigger. Um, sometimes it's a word that just was stupidly repeated in a job posting too many times, but oftentimes you'll see a pattern of the ones that matter the most. So I would highlight those words in Wordle and I would go to your job postings and start to highlight the keywords that you think are gonna be most relevant for that position. Pro tip here, when you're highlighting those keywords on that job posting or on those job postings, focus as much as possible on hard skills and position titles. The reason I say that is because position titles and hard skills are the two most commonly searched keywords by recruiters or companies when they are trying to find their ideal candidate. It just makes sense because, I mean, think about it. If you're looking for a software developer, you're probably going to type in software developer within your applicant tracking system to try to find the right people. Or if you're looking for a software developer, you might type in JavaScript or, or um, HTML or whatever programming languages or hard skills that that person would need to use. I tell people when they're getting their highlighter out to highlight those specific keywords, you want to make sure you highlight the position title, those hard skills or nouns common to the position. Certifications are important to highlight. So are degrees, but they're just not going to be as commonly searched. And therefore, I wouldn't place as much emphasis on um, the specific keyword as you're highlighting it. Still highlight it. It's great, but you may not want to really focus on it when it comes to your resume. Soft skills is another question I get. Should I be highlighting soft skills? Should I be focusing on soft skills when it comes to my resume? Listen to you all. Soft skills are really important. They're probably one of the, I guess just depending on the job, it can be one of the most valuable things you can have as a professional is to be a good communicator. Uh, but to be honest, I just can't see someone searching good communicator within these applicant tracking systems or typing in something like, I don't know, <laughs> relates well with people. Anything that's a soft skill that doesn't have a focus on a specific trade, um, I, I just don't think is going to be commonly used. Am I a proponent of soft skills and showcasing them in other ways other than your resume? Absolutely. I think the interview and the cover letter and even the summary of your LinkedIn profile is a good chance to show your soft skills. But when it comes to your resume, 
maybe highlight those soft skills a little bit, but put more focus on those hard skills and actionable things you did within your uh, experiences. I know I got a lot of questions on that typically, and uh, please uh, shoot me a DM on Instagram if you have future further questions about that. All right, so let's review the steps here. First, you printed out the job postings. Second, you created that word cloud on Wordle by copying and pasting the job postings into Wordle. Then you had it all printed out in front of you. You got a highlighter and you highlighted what you believed are the keywords that are most commonly searched for that position, focusing on position title and focusing on hard skills. Step four, um, which is possibly the hardest step and the one that I created a whole new pod podcast episode on, but it's to integrate them subtly on your resume. Now, I'm not going to go into full detail on this because we have an entire other episode devoted to that, and it's just going to take way too long just to rehash it out. Um, if you want to know how to, how to integrate keywords into your resume, go check out episode 29, which is basically how to integrate uh, keywords in your resume. It's, it's as simple as that. Check that episode out. Just a few basic tips I gave on that one is you can definitely integrate those keywords within that leading sentence or that top sentence in your summary. You can integrate keywords within your file name. You can integrate keywords within your professional experience section and pretty much pretty much throughout most bodies of parts of the resume. You just got to do it creatively. One really important point I want to make on that step, which is integrating keywords in your resume, is make sure you focus on writing for humans first, not the robots. Um, a, lot of, a lot of attention goes into how can I beat the robots? How can I beat these applicant tracking systems? I think at the end of the day, a person is actually going to open up your resume and make that decision, not a robot. So you want to make sure that you're not keyword stuffing or just copying and pasting every single keyword that you know is used within resume. I heard a story once about a guy that took basically all the keywords he thought were going to be used for a resume and he copied and pasted it and he put it at font size one and made it clear so no one could see it. Um, that's not what I'm telling you to do here. Um, I am telling you to find a way to integrate as much as possible um, these keywords into your resume. Okay, do not be discouraged. And this is my final piece of advice is do not be discouraged when you're not getting results online. Um, I know there's a lot of hurting job seekers out there, a lot of job seekers essentially who are just not getting any responses when they're sending their resumes out and they really want interviews. Um, do not be discouraged. Know that if you are applying online, and I hate to say this, but it really is a numbers game, and you really want to make sure that you are um, putting your best foot forward and just count the number of times you do get a response. Um, it's typically around, I would hate to say, but about 5% of resumes typically get interviews depending on the industry and the demand and things like that. But count these things so you're aware. Um, rely on your network as much as possible, but just don't be discouraged. Everyone goes through it. It's not like you suck. It's not like you don't have the skill set. Um, you just got to keep going. So this concludes our Career Warrior podcast, short and sweet mini-sode. Hope you found it to be useful as possible. Um, if you are listening on Spotify and Apple podcast, we just did start a new Instagram. It's at Career Warrior podcast. Please follow us. Um, I also have a personal LinkedIn account. Would love to connect with you. Just let me know in that connection request that you are a listener and I would love to accept. So this concludes our Career Warrior podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in and we'll see you next time. 